Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Walter. And this is Popcorn Pulse 63. And that looks so loud. It does. It looks very, very loud. Hopefully it'll normalize and normal. It'll be fine. As long as we don't yell or shout. But I like yelling. I know you do. It's, it's a lot of fun. It can be exciting. Anyway. anyway. I am super excited. Yeah. Because I spent like two hours going over refinancing options for my house. That's always fun. Oh, that, that's the word. As you adjust the mics, nobody's going to notice us getting quieter all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's not bad. <laughs> it's got us down to normal. Normalization will help take the bite out of it. Anyway, um, yeah, now that was just running shit tons of numbers with, you know, one of those fancy refinance, not the full refinance, but the, the terms refinance style, where you can just lower your interest rate to the newer interest rate. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good and well, right? Does that Would that mean you get rid of your mortgage insurance? No. It renews it, actually, and uh, I have to pay it for 11 years under the new standards at 0.8, I think it's 0.8% or whatever the fuck, it, instead Jesus. of 0.5. So it actually raises it. Uh, my mortgage insurance would go from 70 to to $100 a month, and I'd have six more years of it than my current payoff. If I pay extra, I'd have it done sooner. I was actually looking at it because when I was originally doing the math and the fake numbers they send you in that packet no the leaflets and stuff you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i was i ran those real quick and i was like if i change my term of my loan to a 30 year if i renew it to 30 years losing you know the, the so many years i've paid off in theory and take the money that i'm saving monthly and put that towards my credit cards pay off my credit cards then take that money and put it into the payments of my mortgage anyways as extra payments, I'd have my credit cards paid off in like two years, and my mortgage would get paid two years faster than it currently would be. Ah. And I was like, that sounds like a great option. Doesn't that sound like a great option? Yeah. Yeah, until you get to real numbers. And you're like, And oh. then you're like, my mortgage insurance does what? Yeah, and that just eats up shit. I hate mortgage insurance. For those of you buying homes, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, gotta love the new regulations. Thanks, thanks, subprime lending. Thanks, yeah, Obama. It's not entirely Obama. Partially, I mean, he, he was partially involved, but it's mostly the Federal Reserve Bank. And the more I learn, yep. the more I dislike the Federal Reserve Bank. Yeah, yeah. All these, everybody, low interest is great, right? No, no, low interest is fucking us. Those low interest rates are helping the rich. They're helping the government take a shit ton of money. So, yeah. It's funny, yeah, once you actually understand money, the higher interest rates would mean more money, more capital for businesses. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So we have a movie. We has a movie. Well, I, I don't know if you can call it a movie. I think it's, it's a fucking thing. That's what it fucking is. It's, it's a series of... It's a goddamn of... thing that you made me watch for some reason. Hey, it has Jean Reno in it. And I was in a Jean Reno mood. I was in... I, I'm... I was actually uh, recently looking for a nice Jean Reno movie or an Anthony Hopkins movie. Have you seen Just Visiting? And no. But this is not a Jean Reno movie. No, He was not Jean Reno. I highly recommend, though, if you have time. This is completely, uh, you know, it's on topic. It's not part of the show. I'm not talking about it. But uh, I recommend Just Visiting. It's it's a fun Jean Reno movie. One of those, like, one of those from the era when he was doing a lot of comedies, like, sort of, like, light comedies, not real, not, we're not talking, like, Kevin James is a zookeeper who happens to work for the CIA, and you're like, okay. No, the kind of comedy that's, like, 
it's more of like a smirking comedy. Like, you know those comedies that are like, again, yeah, like Kevin James, Adam Sandler, the kind that are like slapping their balls and going, whoop, 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 I'm loud and obnoxious. It's like, no, this is the comedy that's kind of like, ah, laughing politely in the background. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, so we decided, uh, I decided, I should say, let's, let's be honest, right, to do Rollerball, the remake. From 2002. Yep. Which is a movie you've probably never remembered at all, rightfully so. Uh, this was not Jean Renault. They found a guy that looked like Jean Renault and then paid Jean Renault to use his name. You know, actually, I have a theory is that maybe he owed them for heroin and he was <laughs> using it on set at the same time and that's how they got him. Oh, boy. So let's start with the main guy, Chris Klein. I just want to say he looks like the most generic white guy ever. I'm not one of those guys who's always complaining about, like, oh, generic white guy, blah, blah, oh, at least too much. I, I do some. If you were to make a video game movie and cast him as Nathan Drake, that would be fitting just because... I don't he, think he can grow enough facial hair well, to no. stubble correctly. Speaking of which, uh, jumping ahead... I need ahead, to shave? I know. Jump, no, I know. You don't need to point it out. Yeah, I do. I'm being lazy because I'm being lazy, no, okay? That too. <laughs> I want to jump ahead a little bit in the movie, so he doesn't look like he can grow facial hair. You're right. There's a part where they show him, and he has, like, a day's growth of stubble, and it's clearly makeup. It's the kind of thing you look at, and you're like, that's makeup. That's not... He can't grow that. That's not... No, that's not his face or hair. Stop it. Stop it. Everyone else, like, like they have... Oh, yeah. He's an American pie. Yes. He's the, he's the guy they're making fun of in uh, Not Another Teen Movie. I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, shit. But, yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, he was in Street Fighter Chun-Li. Whatever that was, that you saw that right? I don't know if it was. I heard it was. I didn't see it. I thought you did. Nope. Anyway, he's still in movies. Yeah, not big ones. He's the kind of thing where he's. Yeah. Anyway, again, if you cast him as Nathan Drake, minus the fact that he can't grow stubble, he would basically be Nathan Drake, generic white guy. Just that's what he looks like. Generic video game white guy, perfect for it. I'm honestly surprised he's not in something like that. Nothing against the guy. Uh, well, okay, everything against the guy. Uh, I hate to say it. Now, this is also part of that era when, like, every single rapper from the 90s decided they wanted to be in movies. So we had all the Snoop Dogg movies. We had uh, Coolio was in a, do a few dozen movies. Uh, God, like, who was it in Anaconda? Lots of people. Lots of people. Well, you know, the, the specifically who I'm talking I about. I don't know. I don't remember the cast of Anaconda very well. I'm going to have to just look it up. Ice Cube. Right. Okay. Anaconda was a terrible movie. Yep. So Miss Lopez. Yeah. Magic. Uh, so this is one of those. It has LL Cool J in it. And I hate to say it, but he's the best part of the movie. He's a terrible actor. Just fucking awful. But he's he, not the best part of the movie. Okay, what would you say John Renault is? No. No? Okay. He did a terrible job in this. It, this is... I mean, I guess all actors have to have bad movies, so maybe this is his, but... Oh, would you say it's Rebecca Romaine Stamos, then? It's her tits. Yes. Her tits are the best part of this movie, because they're, they're wonderful, honestly. I mean, I'm sure some feminist or something will be angry at me for having said that because how dare i you know what like females how dare i like seeing the female form and it's you know in there uh no what reminded me of when i was looking when when i saw that i was like i did not expect that at all uh 
was just like, wow, you know what? She really is the original Mystique, in my opinion. Like, Jennifer Lawrence is okay. Like, as Mystique, all right, she's fine. Okay. But, I'll give okay. But Rebecca Romaine Stamos is, in my mind, always Mystique. It doesn't matter how bad the original X-Men trilogy got. Uh, that was a good part of it. I think she looks good with black hair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I'm uh, not going to say anything about her acting in this, because no offense to her, but nobody acted in this. Her like, terrible Russian accent? Hello, I have Russian accent. Hey, I like... I thought she was Ukrainian or something. I don't know. Does it matter? She's supposed to be a Slav, I it guess. It was bad either way. Yeah. Anyway, so Chris, it opens with Chris Klein. He's our main hero. Uh, he's street losing for some reason in San Francisco. Because... Losing. Yeah. It doesn't sound oh. it doesn't sound dirty at all. And you know what's great is they have one of those doing gen- that out in the street. They have one of those generic uh, bands that sounds like a clone of like some forty one from that era, just playing in the background. There was a lot of nineties, uh, like late nineties, early two thousand music references. Yes. Uh, Shit ton. Lots of uh, Rob Zombie. A ton because or would it be White Zombie at that point? No, it was Rob Zombie because after two thousand because because it was Rob Zombie in nineteen ninety nine for the hell even during the Matrix soundtrack when they had the remix of Dragula. Okay, um, but yeah, so lots of uh, Mr. Zombie and Pink kept showing up. They didn't really play her music, but they would be like her performing. So they played like a performance of her, like with it, like not quite in sync. Like like she was supposed to be, I don't know, like. I guess cutting it in like they would a Beyonce commercial or something. I don't know how the fuck that worked. I don't know. They were they were making light of a lot of sports things though. Yeah. Now, so our main guy, we he's street losing. Something happens. LL Cool J shows up in his Porsche. Is like, hey, I'm here to help you because now the cops are after you. Because apparently the cops street losing against somebody. Apparently. Yeah. Which which is funny because the other person he's racing, he's street losing against, has like. Uh, a uniform with sponsors was that and everything a girl? Else. Maybe. Maybe that was going to be a twist. I thought that was going to be a baby. Because I thought it was a girl at first. I'm like, oh, there's a girl there. And we're trying to hide who she is by having him wear the, the helmet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then nothing and then comes he, And then he kills him. I say that because I'm not sure of the gender anymore. But Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, he there's a truck coming or something, and the cops are chasing them. And, like, he won't let him over or something. So he just kind of forces. So the other he person. barely he 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 like barely makes it through, and he's like, "You tried to kill me!" And he kicks him, and and then they go flying into a store. They're obviously dead from that. Yeah, I would assume. I mean, most people would assume they're dead. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, and it's like he's just like, huh, okay. And then all the cool J shows up in his Porsche, and they're like, "Get in!" And he's he's like, "Hey, you committed, but you know, manslaughter. Let's get away from here. It sucks." Yeah, and then he takes him to his house or near his house, and the cops are all just around his house waiting for him talking to people doing the whole movie cop thing and you're like why are there like a dozen cops outside your house who's trying to they're not trying to find you obviously they're trying to find you they wouldn't have a dozen cops around your house right they'd be out looking they wouldn't just be hanging out like it's a crime scene instead yeah and then fast forward what was it four months here's the thing is that LL Cool J's offer him a job in a league he does it's very vague we we know from the title and from everything else it's a rollerball league cool no it's not it's some other shit that they called rollerball they call rollerball I I hate to say this because the original concept of rollerball from the original movie is pretty dumb right but it would be unfair to that 
would be quite unfair to that to compare the two things. Yes, you're just so amused, aren't you? I'm being assaulted by an abomination to nature at the moment. Who loves you, apparently. Yes, hi. He thinks you're his best friend. Hi, yes, my coat needed hair all over it. He's like, yes, it did. If you couldn't tell, we're not uh, recording in our normal area. We're recording at the Enchanters because uh, he can't let go of his little creatures. Little pug hounds. Yep, yep, it's all over the coat. Thank you. It'll come off. Yeah. He's like, come back. Just ruin anyway. the new coat anyway. Anyway. Because this isn't the kind of fabric that hair is going to completely weave itself into. Eh, it's fine. No, no, this knit material. No, not at all. Anywho. Anywho. So, no. Yeah. Well, oh, yes. Um, he offered- I was talking about the abomination in your lap. That is uh, both. An, it's a wonderful attestment, if you think about it, to how right and wrong Darwin was. He was right about evolution. We have proof of evolution right here in this tragedy that is this self-destroying animal that will will be able not be able to breathe at a certain point without human interjection <laughs> but it's also disproves the whole survival of the fittest or strongest idea right. because obviously they aren't it's survival of the survivor which is whatever mankind decided when we started breeding Terrible little lumps of flesh that <laughs> he does the uglier apparently the more noble you are. <laughs> he doesn't mean it, munchkin. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Back so to this this quote unquote movie. There's also now back to the This movie. thing this sport they call rollerball is is I, is similar. I now, wonder this is a good transition. Hold on, hold on. It's a similar ab- aborted fetus of nature. That the pug is to animals to rollerball because it's not even rollerball. None of it makes sense. They got some kind of figure eight thing. How does the ball travel in this figure eight thing? I don't understand how the people playing the game travel in this weird figure eight thing because it's not an actual figure eight. There's a space in the middle of it, so you can't go in straight lines. Then there's weird jumps and shit out of nowhere and like catwalk up above shit that doesn't make any sense. And you don't put the ball into a hole like you did before through the funnel. You just gotta hit the gong thing hard enough to set off the fireworks. Because how would you know it's extreme if it didn't go spoosh and sparky? There's also a throwaway line just before El Cool J tries to get him. He's like, he's like, okay, no, you should really come to this league. He's like, I make a lot of money. He's like, and also... He's like, yeah, I think you're just wasting your time going to the hockey tryouts again. So he mentioned, like, very in passing, we're supposed to understand he's an athlete already. Well, right? I mean, he was luging. Right, but that's not in the same. In public. As. Right, I know, it was crazy. <laughs> it was street. So, no, they go through this. I was uh, thinking about getting a luge thing for my bathroom. <laughs> maybe use a little less toilet paper, feel a little fresher. Sure, a heated luge, maybe? One of those European style? Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's been four months now where he's now a rollerball master, I guess. Like, he's super awesome. Yeah, in four months, he's already the fucking star of the entire fucking league. Which, this bothers me to no end, because in the other movie, it makes sense that he's so big. He's been at the sport for ten years. He's been a decade. It's yeah, all he a has. A sport that normally people die within a year or two. Yeah. Or just so horribly disfigured they're incapable of walking anymore. 
Yeah, they just gotta wa- wash out. Makes sense. Yeah, that's no. right. Help him. Help him. Yes, breed more abominations. Because <laughs> that's how that works. Uh, I just want you to have a little abomination juice all over the carpet. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Because it's not because they're just dominating each other or anything. That oh, makes it sound so much less creepy. It does. <laughs> oh, hold on. Yes, dominate him, you little pile of fleshy folds. Uh, yeah. This episode brought to you by Not Safe for Work. <laughs> Apparently. Anyway. Anyway, so yes, he's very important. He is on. He is Jean Renault is the owner, and I think he is part of the team that Jean Renault owns as well. Yes. Or maybe he's just a team owner. I don't understand that at all. I think Jean Renault owns the league. Maybe. But he's invested in this team. I, I guess there's not no a sense. conflict of interest. I don't know. There's None. also there's another thing. Is it at first it seems like the whole movie is going to be a parallel, drawing like parallels between. How players get used by sports like at football. First, if you say so. If, no, at first, because like they show like how brutal it is to the players, how they get beat up, and how. I they, thought they, at the beginning part, they focused entirely on the money, since they every other shot literally they show something, then they'd show money being counted, and they have the sound of money being counted constantly. Then they'd show money being counted to be doled out, and then they'd show money being counted again, and then they'd. You get the idea. Well, right, but to me, it seemed like they were going to go with an angle that the movie was about the exploitation of players versus, like, owners. Like, although, although it was basically showcasing, and because this is true of, like, the NFL, because they actually mention it offhand, like, oh, we pay a couple of the stars really well. Everyone else works for peanuts. Yeah. And that's very true of, like, the NFL. Like, you know, your well, average... to some extent. Your average, your average seller of an NFL player is $50,000, which... That's not the average. Okay. I thought the average was like 145. Average salary in NFL. No, 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 no. That's anybody. How much does the average NFL player make for you? Right, right there, bottom. People also ask. There we go. That's what we want. That's NBA you're looking at. Uh, last year, the average salary in the league was just over two million. That's because the top 100 is 11.6, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there we go. Relatively. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. the lowest paid in a relatively meager 420,000. Okay. Okay, so they're up from what I thought. But no, the comparatively 420,000 is a good amount of money to us, Joe Schmoge. Right. But compared to the guy that's making 11.6. And also considering the amount of damage you're doing to your body over those years. Well, yeah, seeing as you more than just damaged your body, seeing as the, the evidence they've showed for the concussions and shit, you're literally making yourself stupid and angry right. and a horrible, terrible. Yeah. Not to mention you're the average well, life, suicides. The average lifespan of people who play football professionally is a bit lower. Again, uh, lots again. of suicides and such because uh, of the brain damage. Yeah. No, it, it's literally trading your life for money. Right. No, but I thought they were going to show that. Like, basically, just kind of like basically taking a jab at, like, professional sports. I was like, cool, I'm on board with that. Like, just exploring it in a sort of... I don't know if I'm on board with it, but yeah. Well, I'm on board with the idea, okay? I'm like, okay, (laughs) I understand where you're coming from, and a solid theme... As long if a theme in a movie like this where it's not science fiction, but it's still a solid theme, okay, I can deal with it. And it basically falls apart after... Everybody likes hearing the dogs losing their shit. I think it's a, they probably are wondering. That's just my dog is doing, chasing each other. I apologize if you hear the 
They can hear that. I guarantee that one is getting picked up. It's not one of our paranoid. Well, they can hear that, right? No, they're hearing that. Rumble, rumble, rumble. <laughs> yeah, total nothing but professionality here at uh, Anime Pulse um, Secondary Headquarters, I guess. I gotta admit, if we were a video show, I'd record that, them fighting, because it's awesome. It's, no, because then somebody would be like, you're cruel to animals, you should break them up. It's like, no, they're not hurting each other, they're just... They're, they're dogs. Yeah. They're not... There's nobody yelping, even, so yeah, I think they're good. They're play-biting, they do that. Little well, guy. I mean, they're, they're basically dogs. <laughs> basically. I mean... There's there's some dog DNA in there still. They're purely compatible with other dogs. Right, yeah. I mean, in the way like a kumquat is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean They share DNA just like a banana does. Yeah. <laughs> there's you get the idea. Right. So there might be a chromosome missing or an extra twelve. I don't know which way it works. Anyway. Back to the movie at hand, skipping ahead. So we can skip After, the whole entire first like thirty minutes of them running around playing their first game. It's crazy. It's and considering it's shorter because it's only like an hour and a half, as opposed to two hours for the original Rollerball. That's because they didn't have a storyline comparatively. Uh, supposedly they they butchered the cut. Supposedly <laughs> they like cut it all the pieces. Well, maybe I shouldn't it. say storyline, but the plot of the original one was deep and interesting. Uh, maybe yeah. not the story as much. Right. Okay. But the so, plot was good. Well, they that were, makes sense. They, I would, I would say the original one was exploring a very deep theme, like what is it to have something is over, yeah. like the kind of like question. This rollerball doesn't ask any questions. It just goes. It goes. Woo! Awesome guitar riff as you ramp off and blow someone up. Woo! Well, we hit the whole corporations are evil. Yeah, yeah. All corporations are evil. That's pretty standard in sci-fi. Evil, evil corporations. Because corporations aren't just a bunch of people that got together. And agreed to work together as a business, not a, an incorporated group of people. No, they're basically just Satan. Corporations are evil. Yeah. In, in a secular world, corporation is the is the term for the devil, basically. <laughs> if, apparently, going by science. I just movies. I love how, and I hate to do the trope of Hollywood being liberal, but it is. Well, yeah. now let me rephrase that. They portray themselves as, but I just love how corporations are evil in, in so many of these movies and yet it's produced by a corporation one that I would say yeah. is more likely to be evil than like a fucking <laughs> tire manufacturer but you know whatever anyway moving on uh, so th there's a scene after they win their game where they're driving around these fancy cars and they get blocked by a thing no, first he goes to see Rebecca Romaine because they're they're sleeping together supposedly on the sly, like no one knows. Oh, yeah. and, and she's also embarrassed about her face because she has one of those like scars, the Hollywood anime scar that's not really deforming; it just adds character. Yeah, the one that most people would be like, "Awesome!" because there'd be a school story behind it and everything. But instead, she's like, "No, I must wear a helmet that covers the top part of my face because I am deformed. I am Quasimodo. Lock me in the tower. Do not let me out. Run, children, run!" Because anybody with tits like those can ever feel ugly. I mean, it's not impossible, just that it's ridiculous. If your face was fucked up and you've got her body, you, you throw on a tight shirt that just says butter and everyone's still going to give you all the attention you want. Yeah. 
But anyway, so they bone. something kind of hot when you embrace being butter. <laughs> okay. There it is. I've seen it once at, in San Diego Comic-Con. The girl was wearing a shirt that said butter, and she was fucking hot except for butter. And uh, it was just like, wow, you embrace it. That's, that's actually kind of cool. I really want you now. I didn't say that. I mean, that'd be just weird. You're just thinking it. But, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think all sorts of weird shit. I don't... Somebody's got a problem with me thinking things they can fuck off. But right. <laughs> as long as I control myself in public, right? Isn't that what we all agreed to? We control ourselves in public, but we can think whatever fucked up shit we want? Yeah, pretty much. So, ugh. I got a question. Why does the microphone say blue and it's clearly black? It's fucking with you. The goddamn microphone is black! The, no. the Ministry of Truth would disapprove with that. It's blue, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> anyway, there's also a plot where they vaguely they keep showing ratings. There's a magical rating system that's like global ratings, and it's like just showing like a number. And because they never mention now, you uh, could assume that it's percentage, I guess. Because like, it know shows the fuck like that was supposed to be magic rating number. Right. It's, it's like, like oh, someone gets hurt, and the rating numbers go up, and they're like, oh, we gotta hurt more people. Instant fucking tenuously. Everybody just, hey, did you hear somebody got hurt? Oh, flip the channel. Right. Magically ratings go up. What? Right. Wouldn't it happen next time the ratings go up? Right. Because people heard about you, it and saw the see, highlights. Or you see a gradual surge over the from the game they're on, not instantaneously. Well, if it's supposed to be in the... But it's not in the future, was it? It was supposed to be... Today. Yeah. Or 2002 when it set. Yeah. Yeah. So... So... Well, I guess it was kind of futuristic and to some extent was it now I, I guess like it's supposed to be like oh this is a better they, they, it's labeled sci-fi under the genre there's no science fiction in here not even no. social science fiction literally. no zero they don't try so the main plot of the movie gets kicked off when during the first game the big guy <laughs> oh, sorry, I just saw the, the budget oh that's Spain scroll down slightly yeah that's their USA gross <laughs> Ah, uh, they lost money. It flopped a little. Uh, they have a big guy on their team who acts as interference or something. They make, they call him something. And he basically like, comes in and they need a heavy hitter. Something happens where he like he hits one of the other, other team members. He's celebrating. Someone comes by, cracks him on the head, which knocks his helmet off. Then another guy comes by, hits him on the back of the head or whatever. Well, he didn't really knock the helmet off. He just kind of flipped it off. That's true. Like It's just yeah. real... Just flip, and then the other guy comes by with the ball, bam, right in the fucking face. Right, smashes him in, disables him, takes him out of the game. He's and they're the all mad, and then fights ensues, and yeah. Right, and there's a plot when they're hanging out at the club where, where uh, who is it? One of the other One of the other people that's un inconsequential. Is like, look at his helmet. The strap looks like it was cut. And our main character being dumb as a post is like, I'm going to go talk to Jean Renault. Surely the evil businessman who runs the league wouldn't have any reason to profit from some guy getting like brained on tv at all i just love how it's supposed to be a big conspiracy that they're uncovering but every time it happens everybody starts looking at each other back and forth and whispering into microphones and, yeah yeah there's like there's some guy in the middle of the fucking crowd that's looking all fucking shady and like a trench coat or some shit just like yeah it's time all like talking into his lapel or something he's got his sunglasses on just like yeah, oh, I'm not shady or anything. I'm here for the game. Totally. So I'm not looking at the game. Looks like you yeah. walk, walk walk out of spy versus spy. Yep, yep. There we go. 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's. Uh, I don't even. Yeah, and the thing is, not even like a conspiracy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they have players on one team later sabotage a motorcycle so it explodes. Have you notice how every single time, because every game, every game, they're doing something that'll get somebody on the 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 main character's team, fucking hurt. Right. But that's all they do. The, the violence to raise ratings is only against one team. Which is... And every other team they face has these people that just come in and fuck people up. They're not a part of the team either. They're like... They're like stand-ins. They're some random guy. Like, hey, yo, you're a tall, Slavic-looking motherfucker. Can you go... Could you know how to rig a motorcycle to blow up by just pulling a fuel line? Cool. You're on the team for one... <laughs> yeah, for the one guy's got like a razor that he cuts the fuel line with. And you're like... And the best part is, okay. like, no one notices. Like, like Rebecca Romaine, who's supposed to be the motorcycle driver for whatever reason in this fucking game, I don't even know, uh, is she's just like, oh, you're a moron, and rides off. It's like, you don't smell the gas. Like, you're in a tiny arena. You don't smell fucking gas. Like, Okay, I have a question. One, how did they, how did he light it with a cigarette? Well, it's a movie cigarette. It always lights things on fire. Okay. Uh, and two... Um, who gives a fuck? The line on a motorcycle is quarter-inch line. Yeah. Okay, maybe... No, it's never bigger than quarter-inch. It's usually eighth. Okay. But it goes to the little shutoff valve, right? Right. That's the one he cut. That's the directly from the, the gas tank down. Goes yeah. to the, the shutoff valve. Two lines actually come down to the shutoff valve because you can pick your reserve, which is just... A shorter part, a shorter straw into the tank, basically. That way, you, you know, it starts to choke and die, and then you can switch it over, and you've got a, another gallon or whatever, half a gallon. Right. Yeah. That way, you know you're running out because you, you, anyway, um, and you got a little bit of line off that. that. That's eighth usually, most quarter, most, but it's not being pumped. No. There's no pressure behind it, so it's literally just what falls out of this little hose, which is almost nothing. Well, I mean, it's not, it's, in in reality, the only it's gonna pour out, and I know how fast it pours out because I've done work on my motorcycle. I've had to repair those lines, replace, repair, etc. And it doesn't pour out fast enough that at any real speed, it would leave a solid line that would continue to catch. No, and also by cutting one of those lines, probably her motorcycle wouldn't run very far. It wouldn't run at all. No, the fuel's not going to the motor anymore. He's cut the fuel line. Yeah, it's like you've got like a few seconds where it would idle and then it would just go... Unless he cut the reserve line and then the main line's still hooked up. Maybe. But if it's dumping that much fuel that you can leave a trail like that, there's nothing left in the bike to A, run it, B, make it blow up when it hit the wall like it did. At that point, why not just have someone pull out like a grenade launcher and fire it at her? It'd be easier. (laughs) It'd take less coordination, and that would really draw the ratings. (laughs) It'd be like one guy pulls out like an M12 or whatever, just cha-chirk, kaboom, and it's like, there we go. Ratings over 50%, I'm sure. (laughs) Because it'd be like, someone smuggled an illegal weapon into the arena. It looks like the Mongol team or whatever is losing. Anywho, um, this continues on, and uh, they decide to kill. Uh, they decide they have to get out because LL Cool J gets hurt. Yeah, and he's they, just like, I'm gonna leave. Well, now. he gets he gets hurt saving her when they cut the fuel line. At which point, he's just like, Yeah, they're trying to kill us. It's not a because the, literally the game before that, it was just keep your eyes closed and get and take the money. Yeah. He and then doesn't. it's 
Run out. He's like, oh, well, I'm in trouble. Well, now it's time to leave. Okay, now, uh, you're right. Now it's time to maybe hang up our helmet and walk away from Rollerball. Uh, they decide to plot. But they won't let them leave. They plot an elaborate escape, which is so mind-fuckingly stupid. Even better. Oh, my God, this scene. I felt, I, I, my mind felt like it was melting. So they, they go... They escape. They get the desert, and this is where, for the next fifteen minutes or so, the sh the movie is green. Yes, because they're filming it in night vision. Let me explain. I looked it up because I thought when this happened to me, I thought something had happened, and I I had to somehow had gotten a pirated version of this movie where someone was filming in the theater and like an usher came in so they switched to night vision mode and ducked down and that's why it was all green and weird I'm like what the fuck like did what happened why did it what did not like no this is part of the movie apparently the original escape scene was shot on film and it turned out too dark so they had to go back and reshoot it and they had the money to redo the whole fucking thing so they they tried to save a few bucks by filming it on shitty stock and they just added a green filter to be like night vision mode yeah that's, that's what it looks like sure yeah, yeah, that's what they usually do for night vision mode, quote unquote. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like night vision mode because no one's eyes are glowing or anything goofy like that. No, it's just everything's really green. Like it, it looks like someone's like you're staring at it through the piss of the Lucky Charms mascot. Well, the thing that nobody really re realizes is there's more than one night vision technology. There's a lot of different night vision technologies. But this uh, is modern the, ones are quite cool. They combine is, multiple into one, and yeah, you, this, get, you this, get crisp, clean pictures. This is the one that was made famous by the Paris Hilton sex tapes. Everyone knows it. Yeah. That's why. For those who even remember that, I guess, these days. You remember uh, when she uh, when she got naked? Yep. Yep. None of you remember, do you? Nope. You, all the people listening to us were kids then, weren't they? Maybe. Well, wait. If they were kids, they do remember because they looked it up. Because those <laughs> are the only people looking it up. The rest was like, who gives a fuck? I'm like, oh, look. A girl looks like she's on heroin, half naked. That's, that's interesting. I guess a few people like her, but I never, I don't, I don't see the appeal personally. But hey, at least she's no longer in movies. She's she's not. She's kind of fugly. Am I the only one that thinks this? No. Like, can't am I am I crazy here? Am I taking crazy pills? Yeah. Anyway, where are we at? Uh, so and that's yes. not a, a thing against skinny girls either. Before somebody tries to read into that, I just don't like her. And that's fair. Anyway, uh, so they shoot LL Cool J before it gets to the border of... Yeah, they, they start launching, like, grenades or some shit at the bike. And the first few are just way the fuck off, and then just poof, it magically hits right on. Because I guess the guy was getting his bearings or some shit. A few test shots to see how far off the sights were. Oh, okay. Don't got him perfect. And they are perfectly okay LL Cool J's arms hurt but not enough to mean anything right and they're like well, no we can't both go we won't both make it because the bridge is raising or something but we have time to sit here like talk ba to each other about badger it badger each other about no, it no you go no not without you and you're going you both would have made it if you just gotten the fuck up and gone but anyways they split up so that LL Cool J can get sniped yep and it's very sad I, yeah I guess and he's dead. And, yeah, so then he has to go back in and pretend to be working with them. But Jean Renault sees right through it. And, he, and oh, no, he forces Rebecca Romaine to fight on the other team against him. Which they don't actually fight. They, like, literally, she comes out just long enough to be like, go, don't, they're going to kill you. And he's like, 
get off the field. And then they, then some people just like tire up tackle her, but they don't actually tie her up. And then they just hold her for a bit until everybody fights, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, yeah, then they, they, they do the game and everybody's getting sad because like, they're just going to kill people. Like, is this really happening? Is nobody going to stop this? The one radio guy that is announcing it the whole fucking time. Whatever his fucking purpose was. I don't know if he was supposed to be comic relief. It's like, hey, look, here's the fat American guy who's an announcer. And he blorbles, I guess. Uh, There's just... Oh, and tits everywhere because tits. Which I guess isn't bad. I like tits, but... Titties. It feels like it's trying really hard to be like, look how edgy we are. We got I do love that, though. We have the announcer there who's supposed to be like everybody else in the crowd and people at home and stuff, right? putting to words I guess how everybody feels like isn't somebody gonna put stop to this they're gonna kill somebody and then after he you know finally takes out the one big guy on the bat, on the team and uh, he's gonna go score the goal like they did in the original movie and you're expecting it he's just like go do it yes go kill somebody wait what oh so it's okay to kill it's someone a, else now it's okay to kill people but but you were all sad and like they're gonna kill some Okay. As long as they're but yeah, he doesn't go score. He just jumps through the glass, the the impenetrable glass before this that stopped everything, stopped well, all the he motorcycles. The he has the ball. That's yeah, it. it just goes through it with the ball and his feet, even though the ball doesn't hit the glass first. His feet do. It attack Jean Renau, and he takes out his bodyguards while he bleeding goes down to his little private room where there's some guns or some shit locked up. And <sighs> anyways, he wins because he wins, and then the other guy that's part of the thing dies too because he was evil for no reason and then and then he gets to sleep with uh whatever her name is in the movie her character name is aurora yeah yeah he gets to he gets to fuck her and people get to know about it which i guess that's the only reason to fuck a hot chick is because then people is when people know about it right yeah duh yeah now it's cool because like people will know he's fucking her Right, otherwise they're just like, man, he must be so ashamed of his girlfriend because he's always running off to go boner. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I just spent all night home just, you know, reading. And they're like, yeah, you read. Okay, whatever, Klein. <laughs> we believe you. Anyway. Oh, yes. Yes, you're reading Grapes of Wrath. Oh, tell me, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the Depression era, please? Uh, this just... <sighs> I don't know why they bothered. I really don't. They should have just called it, like, Speedball or Skate Death or something. And, like, not even tried to tie it. They like, really... It's like they thought it was closer to a... Oh, we'll make it, like, Death Race. But it's not. It's just stupid. It's just... Anyway. Can we please move past this thing on to let's, anything else? Let's. Um, did we get any real emails this week? I thought we got, like, one or two. I don't know. Does I take a second to pull it up on the cell phone because I wasn't gonna drag all that shiznit. Ah, oh, come on. Badger. Mm, no. Mm, no. No. If we did, I don't have it here. Wildfire sent some shit apparently. Gordon. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Like how you're arguing with yourself over that. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. No, he made He's only a year old, are they? I would hope not. And they sent a bunch of shit, um, like, last week. It all skips the inbox anymore, just so I don't... So... Because Wildfire goes a bit crazy. A lot crazy. It's better than nothing, I suppose. 
Oh, no, Yotaru emailed Yes, us. there we go. That's the ones I need. Okay, so first one's the needs the keys. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, it's been a long time since I've sent you an email. Though that's, that's mostly your fault. Well, yeah, we, we were, anyways. So, Waltal, did you give all the proper passwords to the enchanter so he can post the damn pun? No. No, I just, he doesn't need passwords. I literally can just log in remotely and it, anyway. Um, job changing stuff gives me time to actually do stuff. Also, can you give us some insight on what you are planning to do to promote Enemy Pulse and the AP network of shows? Will you sock red unit 10 with an electric prod and get his antisocial ass to guest on other anime podcasts? Or will Tim's antisocial ass suddenly sign up for social media accounts and spread the word about your site? Neither of those will probably happen, but we, uh, well, I mean, we've recently had somebody from our network uh, on another podcast. No? What? You're not going to interject here? What? Oh, well. Somebody else on that? Yes, on no. A... Vanessa has made appearances on Sailor Business and is hoping to make another appearance on there. I mean, mind you, that's really the only thing she's looking to do because she's a big fan of Sailor Moon, obviously. Uh, uh, I, I kind of like cross-promoting to some extent. I just don't feel like it's growing the community very much. That's a joke. Anyways. Okay. Some people get this already. Yeah, they, I, they already know what I'm going to talk about in a minute. Okay, so, um, about confusing the both of you. I still confuse both of you, even though I've learned the difference between you. The problem is that we, listeners, tend to mix up who said what by the time we want to comment to you. Yeah, we figured that out. Yeah, yeah. So, apparently, uh, my voice is a bit deeper, and yours is more apathetic. Or just, I am more apathetic, apparently. I guess. It'll all be fixed up when we eventually do video, right? We're totally going to get around <laughs> to that, right? Uh, maybe? I don't know. You know, if I ever actually get to build the recording room, the way I'm planning all, on it? Because all we really need is a green wall and never to wear green clothing. <laughs> maybe some lapel mics and a shitty camera. We can do a single fixed angle, like a bunch of other assholes online. Well, actually, I was thinking about in the background, we could actually set up like just a room with a basic background, right? But the difference is, is we can we can continuously change the background. Yeah. Other people can, but they, uh, we have possession. Like, we can, when, like, manga pulls, we can have mangas in the background, which can continuously change because we do have enough mangas to do hundreds of episodes with different mangas in the background every single show. Hooray. But, for example, we can also do... Uh, displays and all sorts of things. I have a few ideas that would make it very easy. Very modular if we want to be like, let's do this. Ha ha. True. Monitors are so fucking cheap. We can throw those up on the wall behind us for nothing at this point. I guess if we wanted to go that route. I'm just saying. That's a possibility. They're fucking like 60 bucks now for a 24 inch. I gotcha. <sighs> just the computers to drive it since we don't Seem to be running out of working computers. Lots of broken computers. <laughs> Lots of many very broken. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, investing a couple of those little small self-contained PCs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was actually thinking about putting one in my car recently, but for a DVR and a few other things. Yeah. Because dash cam, it's just, they suck. They fucking blow. Yeah. I've had a dash cam. They're cheap, shitty, fucking... You, oh, I hate that. They're just... 
There's not really any big companies in the game. It's mostly bullshit, like... I hate to just say Chinese, but Chinese companies. The ones that don't give a fuck, that just pump the shit out, and there's no support, there's no nothing, and they don't work. And they don't, because they just, they work for a fucking week or something, and they stop working, or they stop saving files, or they're fucking useless. What's the point of that? Uh, Russians buy them, I guess. I guess. I know there are ones that work out there, but... At what point, what price point do they start working? And do they work, or am I just paying more money? Not that I've seen a lot of people that do channels reviewing them, quote-unquote, but I've had one that was rated fucking high, and it was a piece of shit. That's why I was thinking about switching to a fucking Windows-based, just small computer in the back with a couple of webcams, basically. Not actual, you know what I mean. Yeah. And just have that control the recording. I figured I can trust that a lot more. May have. Maybe. Anywho, <clears throat> what, do, what do we want? What do you? What do you have for your? Oh, you want us to talk about our separate things? He has another email. That's true, but I think we may want to parcel them out because how few we get. We'll get some by next week. Okay. We will. We will. You're There's going to be like two or three more episodes before next week when we record out. I'm assuming, of course, I get around to doing it. But yes. Holy shit balls! This is long. Yep. Okay, do you agree with Hayao Miyazaki's assertion that anime today is not what it once was? Didn't we already talk about this? I swear he asked us this. Because the anime creators of today are all fanboys who grew up watching anime. Also, do you think this extends to manga and film? I swear to God, we, we were sent this already. Maybe. Uh, <clears throat> yes know, and no. I mean, the, th the thing is, you can tell when something is made by a fanboy. It's kind of like when you watch some comic book movies where you can tell it's made by someone who is too much of a fan they can't distance themselves from material to make something versus either someone who just doesn't give a shit and is like i just throw in references i saw on wikipedia like hey did you know batman's mother is named martha that's got to be worked in there somehow why is that zach because it should be in there i don't think that's a good idea zach no it's a good idea you're fired you know my problem with most <clears throat> animes huh laziness like lazy storytelling? Uh, yes, everything. Lazy storytelling, animation, all of it. So like, um, um, I think I saw a clip from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood or something. I don't know. I, I'm just guessing here that's what it was from because I didn't watch Brotherhood. It might have been something. It had Wrath in it, so that's why I'm guessing that. But not Wrath that I remember. That's just somebody said it was. Someone claimed it was a character, in your and they life. had then they had fantastical powers and. Why right. not? Anyways, um, and this guy is running around just destroying things with his sword. Some old dude with a mustache. Right, he takes out a tank because the tank commander is dumb enough to just pop out. Where did he go? So he can get killed and they can throw a grenade in there. Right, and it's like, okay, okay, fine. Tank guy's dumb. Ow. Moving on, but then he then they get into the fight, right? And they do that sound where they they show a flash, and the guy is somewhere else, and all the people he was fighting were just stand there, and then split, split. I hate that. I hate that. Not because I know you think it looks cool, but in reality, it's a fucking lazy. You didn't know how to make that look. You don't even. You didn't want to take the time to work out the 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 motions of this. Of how these supposed attacks happened to animate it. You just said, fuck it, flashy thing, cool, right? 
No, that's not cool. I don't watch fucking this whole thing to see flash spurt. You know what I was thinking? I can do that at home in my bed or my bathroom. And it's free. I'm not saying I'm paying for all the other. I'm just saying. And mine's more gratifying. Uh, see, I, I mentioned that I, yeah. I made fun of myself for coming too fast. <laughs> Self-depreciation. That's the only kind of humor that's allowed on the internet anymore, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, you're triggering someone, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm triggering somebody anyways. But yeah. Anyways, that, I, I hate that. That... that lazy shit I think is the downfall of most anime and style but that's just one definition it's it's uh, style is another thing of laziness they well, keep repeating the same shit that's, instead of that's developing kind of their mean, own is that instead or, of yeah like there there are so many animes that you could name and a lot of them don't have their own voice or style that's fine not every single anime needs their own art style not every character way. needs to be fully original right but there are so many that look like they're carbon copied from each other. When 90% of the characters in something are the same fucking thing, as you've seen before, they're drawn the same way from the same how to draw manga right. volume because they all went to the same school and learned the same technique and never strayed from it because I'm assuming the companies behind this, the publishing companies or something, are like, no, this is what sells. Well, no, part of it comes from the fact that I imagine a lot of the mangaka who want to get into it, they start off working under people who are already in the industry probably drawing yeah. for them filling as an in, assistant and, and they learn that style and when they break off on their own that's the style they're comfortable working in which perpetuates what exists it's it's pretty it's very circular i mean occasionally you get things that break out of that mold so i guess we're kind of agreeing with miyazaki to some extent yeah. but i don't know if i'd say just fanboys it's it's just this i don't know originality is almost hard I'm, I don't know the word it, it's I think you know what maybe part of, I think part of the biggest thing is maybe there's there's a lot of factors here but I think one of the biggest is probably the way the mangaka get paid because it's not the kind of thing you can make a really good living unless you're like a really famous mangaka so that discourages a lot of people in my opinion to stay in the industry which quashes a lot of originality early on and then there's all other things working together which kind of work against that. Doesn't mean it doesn't doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Doesn't mean original ideas don't break through, in my opinion. But what I see is I see a lot of people playing it safe, copying what's popular, latching on the trends, repeating things, probably just to stay afloat and make a dollar. Yeah. <clears throat> Why take the risk? Yeah. And when you hear how how much mangaka work, it's fucking crazy. And considering what they probably get paid is probably shit. Uh, it probably chews up a lot of people. Just like, just like writing, writing pays shit until you finally get the real thing, and that's what all writers want. But until then, you end up doing shit like sitcoms and and work well, working a day job for sure. But anyways, uh, moving on past that, uh, as interesting as the discussion may be, yeah. Um, uh, also touching upon your homeless issue. Somebody did write the, about it. I, you know what? I actually felt bad with that uh, that whole little rant we did because I felt we came off as just hating homeless people. And I don't think that was our intent at all. I just think that's how we came off. I, I didn't really listen to it to see because I was almost ashamed to listen to it. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure we sounded like just assholes that are mad at people for being homeless. Uh, how dare you be poor? <laughs> Stop being poor, damn you. Uh, 
Denver has a huge. You, you don't really see. You don't go to Denver, but I work in Denver a lot now. Denver is just, the homeless population is growing dramatically, like just dramatically, uh-huh. and it's it's an issue the city is attempting to deal with and can't very well at the moment. And I don't. I don't have any special answers, but uh, I don't know the. Uh, well, I'll read this thing and then we'll discuss that. I've heard some homeless people say that they don't go to the homeless shelters or go for other help because there are those unscrupulous people who go into shelters and steal a few things these pe- peaceful people have. You can imagine the other crimes that go on in the shelters. Yes, some shelters are like that. Many actually do a lot of things to protect people. They won't let them bring in stuff, which is like in Denver, one of the big problems, the main shelter that a lot of them use. They'll camp around it because they're not allowed to bring all their stuff in. They're only allowed to have like a small amount of stuff. Which means they have to leave their stuff outside, and it would either get stolen, or the city would come by and remove it. Because yeah. the city enacted new laws that basically if stuff's left out, they'll dispose of it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's an obvious issue. What do they do with all their stuff? Are they, can they not have stuff? Because they're homeless? Isn't that why they buy homes, is more stuff? Are they understuffed? Yes. There's an old ad for the flea market around here. <laughs> what do they do? They, what happens when they have too much stuff? They go to the flea market and, and do what? Sell it to who? The understuffed. Now, I will I will continue a little bit with that thing. I don't think we either of us have an issue with homeless people other than the annoying ones that won't take no for an answer, the as ones, you were mentioning. The ones that don't understand the social contract of the, if I'm not going to offer you money, don't bother me, don't harass me. Yeah. It's like, I'm, you're not going to change my mind. No, you're just going to make me resent you. It's like in your and then other people won't get money. Yeah, someone down the road will not get a, get a dollar from me because of you. Because I'll be like, fuck that. Um, but uh, no, I think we more have frustrations with the ways our government and society deal with a lot of it, especially like the me- mental health issues. Well, on one hand, you have the, the hippies that believe that every single homeless person just needs a fucking apartment and like a shower, and they'll be fine. That is, and that then is you, almost none of them. And just... then you have the people on the other end are just like they just need a fucking job. I pulled myself up by blah blah blah. Fuck you, fuck you. Okay, shut up. That is again, a number of them. A number of them are, are drugs. It's a drug issue. Uh, a number of them are crazy. And that's probably between the two that accounts for a good that, portion I of it. I would say accounts for chronic homelessness. I shouldn't say crazy. I shouldn't say crazy. Ugh. Mental disability of some kind. Right. Usually very severe. I, I would say that leads to the more chronic homeless people that are consistently. But that's not the majority of homelessness, honestly. That's more that's of, the street homeless we see. That's the face of homeless, but that's Yeah. It. There's a number of homeless that we don't see that are people that actually have jobs. Right, they like, and people don't know what we're talking about. But that's actually a good portion of it. Your father was homeless for a while while working two jobs. Yeah, he lived out of a car. I think he after he had you. Yeah, a little bit. So you were homeless. Yes. <laughs> ah. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's true. It happens. You had that cool. spout of vagrancy moving from woman's house to. To random trailer yeah <laughs> that was fun that was fun too yeah uh, while he worked through his midlife crisis yep at least he, I, I don't know if it would have been i wish i, I he worked through it i don't know if he's just not just living it i almost just wish he'd bought like a convertible and gotten over it he did no it was t-tops, t-tops. not see not convertible <laughs> enough he didn't quite get to go through it he got the motorcycle he got the t-top z with 
You know, the car from that he wanted, too. Not even, like, a newer one. He went for the, no, that's a whatever fucking year. Yep, an 82-280Z. X. It's a fast car. I'll give him that. But it's not fast because he won't ever fix it. It's gone now. He sold it. No. Did he finally? Yeah. When we moved out of the old house. Uh, I thought it was sitting in the back of the... Oh, no. 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 My car is there. But that's a whole other discussion. That, that's a anyway um anyway uh anyways uh real quick uh, to uh i used to give money to the homeless this is continuing the email just real quick and other types of beggars on the trains but like you mentioned at the end of the month polls there are people that make hundreds of dollars there are some people and i was actually talking about a guy specifically but i think well i mentioned some of the people that make good money but there's this guy provided a service so um these people make hundreds of dollars on a typical train car of 25 people give a homeless person a quarter. That person's already making six twenty-five in three minutes. Then they go through the whole train, rinse, repeat, blah, 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 blah. Um, isn't it better to donate money to organizations that help the homeless? Yes and no. Um, I'm not saying don't ever give money to beggars. The problem is, is most people that are, like, especially if they come up to you somewhere, like gas station, I'm out of gas people, fuck those people. They're drug addicts. Like 99.99% of those people are drug addicts. They're not I ran, They're not an actual I ran out of gas. It's a fucking drug addict that does that for a living. And I hate those people because they're annoying as shit. They hit me up at gas at grocery stores and shit now. Oh, we ran out of gas. Fuck you. Get your drugs from someone else. That I don't. I, I don't. I don't do. No. But um, there, there's. You can actually. Um, find real you know normal people that down on their luck or whatever they can't work because some condition and they just haven't found a way to deal with it i mean maybe there's something they could do but they haven't found it and then they end up being homeless and i'll uh uh i had a well i didn't um my girlfriend had a project for school where she had to talk to homeless people where they wanted her to interview them for uh some whatever like as a class of people did they do they, you know, what kind of issues they face. Um, how many of them are, like, identify as LBGTQ and so on and so forth, right? And they're looking at some of that side of it. And I suggested, she was just like, how do I ask this? People? I'm like, well, you're taking up their time, paying for their time. They're normal people, just like everyone else. Yeah. I'm like, so that's what we did. It's just, I don't, I don't understand why that one's so hard for people. You just, well, they're people too. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not big on just giving out money for no reason, but I have no problem with paying people for their time. So that's just all I did. I just went, hey, she's doing a, you know, I went with her and we're like, hey, she's doing a project. She needs to ask some questions. How about we pay you for your time? How's that sound? And they're all like, yeah, sure, cool. Because they wanted to talk anyways. Yeah. Because they don't get to socialize too often. I mean, with, once in a while with other homeless people they run into, depending on their community. Community. Anyways, I'm uh-huh. not talking about this. Cool. I don't know what else to say other than uh, I, I didn't mean for us, I didn't mean personally to come off of just saying as I hate homeless people. I, well, I have a feeling that that's what it came out as. We're very good at sounding like we're horrible, horrible people. <laughs> we're very good at that. We're actually, we have a mystical ability, and it's beyond human can. I, I have very little empathy for people that are the for drug users, really. And maybe that does make me a horrible person, but I really don't feel a lot of empathy for that. I can't say I, I've known people that have had drug issues and I've like I don't know what personally I just I just don't feel 
sorry for them. Maybe that makes me a terrible person. But I feel like it's their problem to fix. Does that make sense? Well, and certainly you can't fix it for them. No, I don't. I, it's, I mean, on the one hand, I feel like it's not, for me, it's not my problem to fix, which sounds like an asshole thing. But on the other hand, you're right, I can't. And even when I find somebody I actually kind of care about a little bit, and I'm like, I would like to do something, I go, but me doing something doesn't help them really. They need to fix it. Well, at the bare minimum, they need to participate in the solution. And exactly. And you, yeah, because you can't force them. I feel like they need to initiate it. I don't, I've never liked the whole. Like basically the intervention thing. It can work as long as it's them. I don't know. I feel like they need to come to the realization. So everybody that gets off drugs stops doing some bad habit like smoking or whatever it is. It's ultimately them deciding to do it. That's all it is. It's them deciding to do it. Like even my, my father of all people has given up alcohol. And I didn't think it would actually amount to it. He did. He finally decided he didn't want to do it anymore, and it's actually working and sticking. All the other times he was going to quit, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like, yeah, sure you are. This time it's just like, oh, he actually decided to quit, and he's actually he hasn't fucking touched anything for a year and a half. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, miracles can happen, I guess. I guess. He's still eating potatoes, though, right? I don't know. Not really. I think he's... He's, he's much better when he's sober. He's so much better of a person when he's sober. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't end up with new burn marks on my hand because I was... Oh, wait. Yeah. I wasn't abused. What? What, officer? <laughs> Anywho, uh, my thing, now that we've... Well, I've eaten up all of the times. All the times. Uh, I guess I'm just going to talk real quick about a YouTube channel because I, I decided against the other thing I was going to do. Cool. Armored Skeptic. Hooray. Uh, those of you who know who he is already and what he does, I don't know what else to say to you. Great. So how about those who don't? Uh, no, so I, I Armored know. Skeptic is a YouTube channel. This guy is he considers himself a, a, a skeptic. He's, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for that he describes himself as? Um, agnostic atheist, I believe they call themselves. Which is more in line with what I... I uh, I wish more atheists were a while ago. Probably a bit more are because the ones you hear vocal are the exactly. ones. Exactly. They're the ones that gave the bad name to atheists. Yeah. The, the militant atheists, if you will. Yeah. The, damn you and your religion! Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I will tear down the Vatican brick by brick! This guy will fight various ideas, but I like his way of doing that. He's very anti-social justice warrior. Not because he just hates the ideas behind it, but because, well, some of the ideas behind it are shit. They do spout some bullshit. They spout a lot of bullshit. And uh, I do, there's a, there, he calls a lot of it out, and a lot of people get all triggered and offended, which is wonderful. Um, I always like triggering and offending people personally, so. Uh, there's nothing like watching sensitive people on the internet have a meltdown. Uh, too many people not just social justice warriors people in general today are way too sensitive and like can't take shit at all and I hate to be that people today kind of person but uh, it keeps getting worse and worse honestly everybody can't be uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable he, he's making me uncomfortable that person's making me uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable fuck you life isn't comfortable well what, what makes me funny is they always assume that on the online online 
which is a global reaching platform, which is, they forget that, a, that is a double-edged sword, is yes, you can reach everybody, everyone can reach you, which means that you can't insulate yourself against all criticism and you shouldn't be able to. And that's unfortunate that sometimes you get If you post on Twitter, guess what? Everybody in the world can see it. Yeah, I, I hate that when somebody puts something on Twitter and say I respond because I get posted and I get all offended. I didn't ask for your opinion. Yes, you did. You did ask for my opinion. Uh, whether you like it or not, you did because you put it out publicly. So guess what? I, a member of the public, yes. responded. I am John Q. Public the Third. Thank you very much. <laughs> I do not represent the public. I am just a member of card carrying and everything. Uh, acting member of the public, I suppose. Yes. Acting out member of the yeah. public. But anyways, no. I, I spout shit on the Twitters or whatever, whenever I feel like it. And I, when somebody responds, I try to respond back. I don't get all angry. Maybe I will get angry because whatever they had to say was stupid. And I've had that. But I usually gauge them an argument and try to bring something to it anyways back to my thing armor skeptic will actually do this and he he will tear down even if it's a small video even if it's a nobody or whatever he'll respond to it which i kind of like sometimes because he's responding to individual videos and not always to the whole group and even when he does call out something for like the group of social justice warriors he'll call himself out and be like maybe this isn't representative of or this is your the face and the way you present yourselves and so on and so forth well, because I do see a lot of problems with people like that when they, they make responses or whatever. They just sort of generally, they do, it reminds me, it, it's that very pol, it's that very political, like, I don't want to name names, but somebody, like, he looking. He actually points a video out where somebody does that. It's like, you, it's that's like not, you're, obviously, you're obviously talking about me. And he's just like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that's not effective because you're not telling the person that you're angry with or addressing that. You're not saying this is what I have a problem with. You're just saying somebody, and it's really vague, and everyone goes, He'll well, actually play the clip and address things point by point, which I like, which is it's better. Instead of jig, jig, vague, general, he speak a good. Anyways, vague, general... You know, yeah, it's these Jake. people, I don't want to name any names. Yeah, it's very Jake. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'll, he plays the clip and does it point by point. You say this, this is what you're saying, and so on and so forth. And I like that. And he'll go over major issues, too, because you have to. Like many of the, uh, I, should, I hate to say just social justice warriors, but um, the these kind of new age progressivism, that is actually regressivism, but that's, I'm not going to do that. Something he actually explains fairly well at times. Uh, we'll talk about like how they do, redefine words. and. Oh, yes, the redefining racism. For redefining example. racism, that's one that I hate. And let's, we'll not get but, into that. But if you get into other words, they won't, they'll go to the dictionary immediately if they prefer the definition. And you're going, yep. well, which is it? Well, it depends on, you know. And I'm a big proponent. I, I've... I shouldn't say I'm a quick point. I, I, I walk this tight line. On one, I love the fluidity of language. Things like English, for example. We can absorb words from anywhere. We can change the meaning of a word if need be. And I, a part of me likes that because it allows language to evolve. Fine. That, that's okay. This, if it benefits people. P 
people being the majority. Well, and the thing is that it, it's one of those the majority has to accept it. It can't just be one of those ad hoc by fiat. I decide this word now means this, and you have you can't use that word as you're using it. That's that's a fuck you. That's literally trying to force you to use a different definition of a word, and you have to question the reason behind it. Why is this? Why are you changing this definition? Well, under their same argument of well, this is what racism is. Well, that's what the definition is being, you know, here and here. Okay, so you're going under the, the idea that the language is fluid and can be changed and that your definition of it is this. Well, under your same rules, my definition doesn't have to match yours. So I'm going with the dictionary. Just saying. I'm going with the general accepted idea of what it means, but whatever. If it makes everybody better or feel better, we can stop saying racist and say bigoted. Yeah, there you go. Or are you going to change that one, too? I also start saying cunt a lot more. <laughs> Cunt's a good word. I don't know why people get offended to it. That's why I say it is. I get tired of people like, well, it's offensive. It's like, well, only because no one says it. You know, and they're like, well, just because in England, it's like, yeah, well, the reason it's not super offensive in England because they use it all the time. Or they use it like fucking dick or shit or fuck you. Cock? Yeah. They say cock all the time. Everyone's okay with it. But if you say it here, it's <gasps> Although it's not in my ass cunt. Well, um, oh. Quick side note about the word cock. Ladies, when you want... Well, I guess guys too. If you want a guy to... Don't refer to it as a penis if you want to be sexy. Yeah. The penis is not a sexy word. Cock is. Guys want you to call it cock. They like that hard word. See, hard word, hard... Get it? Okay. It's not just because it's a hard word, but you get the idea. Yeah. Even even dick is pushing. It's better than penis. But yeah, it's closer to. We the... want we want you to say cock. We do, and I don't know why so many females in general have an issue with the word. Why they're so timid. Say it, guys. Like it. I'm not just saying run around going cock 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 because we'll think that you might need some help. You're clearly having an aneurysm, <laughs> and I need to call help. <laughs> Uh, or you're in Hawaii with my girlfriend making jokes about all the roosters everywhere. Cocks! Cock, look a cock here, cock there. Just big. Snapchat is just full of that, and I'm going, okay, we get it, hon. <laughs> okay, Huge that's a lot. Bristling that's a cocks lot. just everywhere. No, big, beautiful cock. That's That was one that I got. I'm like, uh huh. Yep, all the cock jokes. Although part of me is proud that my girlfriend's making cock jokes. Tell me you don't like cock jokes. It's good. Anyways, I completely diverged. There you go. I just want to talk about it for a second. Um, partially because I didn't really have another thing lined up. Yay. I had something I wanted to do, but I didn't get a chance to watch it, unfortunately. I'm just annoyed. But. Weehaw. And the other thing I decided just wasn't going to work. The thing I was actually going to do this week. Well, fun. The videos are too short. The rest of the channel just sucks. Just... I mean, it doesn't suck, but ugh. YouTube. Yeah. YouTubes. <coughs> All those. Just a quick thing. They're just, yeah. Military-esque YouTube channels. All the MMA or fighting. Look how cool I am while I stroke my own ego. Then I'm going to call everyone out for being bullshit and be like, they're all just stroking their own egos. I'm a real tough guy stroking my ego. That's not your ego you're stroking. 
you know, shut ever, up. Ever since I saw the uh, riff tracks for Miami con- Connection, every time I see some guy like posturing really badly online, all I do is I hear that song "Tough Guy" they play, which is hilariously appropriate because it's so over the top, like phony, like yeah, I'm a tough guy. It's just like yeah, that's <laughs> you. That is you. Anyway, I'm not against martial arts. I just don't get the people that are that fucking into it. Like I'm gonna be ready for all this. <sighs> There's people like I like being though. ready to. I like martial arts. I like uh, like training with guns and all that kind of stuff. But holy fuck balls, man! Also, I'd rather never be in a fight if possible because I don't like getting hurt. I don't understand people that train this much for fighting and war type stuff and gun stuff, but never join the military or anything. They never do anything with it. They don't, they're not in law enforcement. They're not in anywhere they're going to use this. Bouncers even they just do that and then they go train other people on how to do that. I'm like, I mean, I guess that's cool. You've made a living out of something you kind of enjoy, but, you, but, but it, it kind of feels like a waste. It's like sharpening your sword. Never I'm not saying you it. have to go kill people because you're trying to kill people. I'm just saying, like, what are you training for? Well, it's the kind of thing where you're the like, possibility. I I'm okay with getting ready for, but when you, the amount of energy you're putting into that consumes your life. Yes, that doesn't make sense. Like. Like if you're gonna, if you want to make basic preparations, some basic martial arts training, some, some firearms training. Okay, you can also instead of the amount of effort you're putting in, put some effort into stockpiling a couple extra rations in your house. Not like crazy prepper shit, but like some food in, in case there's a snowstorm or something. Some water, in case something happens to the fucking power grid and water stops getting pumped. Yeah. Basic shit. Anyways, I'm taking up a shit ton of time. Anyway, I'll do I'll do a quick one here. Uh, one I wanted to talk about a while ago, and I figured that no, was a good time uh, to work in is uh, Fermat's Room, which is actually a foreign film. Fermat's Room. Fermat's Room. It's actually La Habitación de Fermat. I believe it's uh, Spanish. Do you have pictures yeah. of you and your girlfriend all over your fridge? Yeah. It's a bit narcissistic. No, because we do them at Dave and Buster's. We do like the photo booth things. Not just made in general, there's just pictures of the two of you all over this. No, there's also, like, her sister and her okay. husband, things like that. Okay, sure. You're staring at my fridge like it's a vanity project or something. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, Fermat's room, as were. <laughs> I see you've been ordering from Rock Auto. Yeah, I do have a couple of those, yes. That's where I got my struts. Anyway. <laughs> Just waiting, just in case, you know. Don't want to. You do compare prices with Amazon, right? Amazon. Uh, I do all like the major auto suppliers around here. Okay. Just in case. Sometimes it is the cheaper to get it local. Yes. Sometimes it's cheaper to get it from the dealer and get the original. The OEM equipment. Uh-huh. The OE. Sometimes, not very often, but sometimes. So I'll, I'll frequently check with the yes. parts department at my local dealer too. Yes, Vanessa's car is more likely for that for me. I found for a couple things. But anyway. Mine just breaks things that I can't replace third party. That's nice. Like the fucking door lock actuator for the rear gate. <laughs> yeah. Because that needs to be push button so that the fucking actuator can break and yeah. wear out. It's like, but it's 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 a fucking one foot. It's not even a foot span from one. Just give me a fucking handle. Yeah. It pulls on the same thing I would pull on. Like, yeah. And it's not even okay, but pushing a button, a little electronic button's cooler, right, Ford? Thanks. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So Fermat's room is a uh, one of those 
there's actually a term for it where it's basically a movie in a room that's ultimately what it is very very few it has a couple other sets basically it sets up where we have four mathematicians and they all get invited to a dinner party somewhere out in the middle of nowhere they're asked to leave their cell phones they're like oh this is kind of weird but hey we all know each other this is this is we're all in the same thing roll deep into math cool so they go into this room and all of a sudden they're locked in and now puzzles start cropping up as the room starts growing smaller because it's for as you can see in the poster it's for uh, trash compactor uh, basically align so they slowly screw together and shrink the room okay. every puzzle they solve stops the room for a moment and then after a set period of time it starts shrinking again they have to solve the next puzzle to prevent it try to figure out what's going on okay yes so it turns out one of them is in on it all saw style okay because it turns out one of the other ones uh, lied about solving Fermat's theorem, which is a big supposedly unsolved theorem. I don't remember if it still is or not. I've looked it up when I watched the movie originally. Haven't since. Uh, but the other guy who was pretty sure he solved it was mad because the other the kid lied and beat him to it. So he set this all up to basically kill them all and say, fuck you for taking away my life's work. And then the guy reveals, like, I lied. I didn't. I was. He's like, I was under pressure and I, I lied about it. He's like, so I solved it? He's like, shit we have to get out of here like it's great because like he's he's supposed to be super deep he like it starts off he's kind of devious again all of the first saw where he's like oh that's very clever and then he's like oh shit now i'm in a trap of my own making i'm gonna kill myself oh i could be famous no 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 okay he didn't leave a way out uh, he was he was apparently just ready to die because he had nothing else to live for it's, it's hilariously, it's the kind of movie you like watching, like, that's actually, and what's funny is you could see it happening to some guy, like, who th who's that clever, like, planning something, like, I'm just gonna fucking kill you all, that'll show you, oh shit, this was stupid, why didn't I do that? Smart people do stupid things. Exactly, that's the kind of thing, like, he's a brilliant Stupid math people do smart things. It happens, and that's the thing, like, he's a brilliant mathematician, not the kind of guy that's perfectly planned out how to torture someone for stealing his life's work. So, yeah. It's a fun movie. It's a it's great. I won't spoil exactly how it all plays out because that's part of the fun. You'll see. Uh, definitely worth a watch if you're in the mood for something. If you don't mind a little, of, I don't think any of our listeners give a shit about subtitles, by any means, unless you speak Spanish. Then hey, it's a cool Spanish film. But then you probably know about it. Probably. Probably not. Is it from Spain? Yes. Ah. It is from Spain. Actual. When I say Spanish film, I did mean the country, not just because it's in. Espanol. You know, that and taco are the words I know for sure. See, that's a joke. That's implying that I know no Spanish and I just add an O like a dumb turisto. I want tacos, you dick. Who doesn't want tacos? Uh, any major site news? Anything we want to wrap up? No, but I want tacos. Taco. I think, I think Waltall's going to try to find tacos after this. No. I mean, I haven't... I ate recently, so I just... I would just, like, lay there going, for a while if I ate tacos now. <laughs> and by the time I'm hungry again, it'll be too fucking... It's already too late for any real tacos. Eh. You dick. You eat at the Mexican place over here often? The what? The Mexican place. The drive-thru. No. You know, what the hell's that called? Now my brain just went down. The one that has the Coco Pelli over there? Or? What? That's like a coffee shop, isn't it? Yeah, there's the coffee shop there, over there, but then there's... Well, I guess that's kind of close. The hell By is the Red called? Lobster? Yeah. I didn't know there was a drive-thru taco shop. 
it's not a taco shop, but yeah, it's full on like Mexican. They got all the staples of Mexican food, like flan, because that's so Mexican. Eh, whatever works. <laughs> but uh, no, that place is fucking good. It's got Mexican egg rolls. Hooray. Anyways, site news. Uh, there's still a site, and uh, as you've noticed, episodes have come out, but you noticed that before by the time this comes out, and we've mentioned that many a times. Um, we're going to work on an aggro here if we ever work on a date. Yeah. And uh, we, we are going to still do that. We even have a movie picked out. I Hooray! We still have a movie picked out, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, we got a movie. Okay. And, That's no problem. Um. Other than that, not a whole lot. I've managed to curb a lot of the spam, I think. Good. Thank you, Badger. Booyah. Nah, that's about it. All right, until then, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.